0: That's Blue Nile.com.
1: We're recording. So we're recording this on your computer this time. Yes. I've forgotten mine. Yes. <clears throat> so hopefully it'll all be all right. You've only got about 25% battery. Um, so let's uh, let's keep our fingers crossed because you can't
2: charge enough. charge
1: and record into it at the same time. Without a special lead that oh Apple would want to dear. charge six billion pounds for. Okay. Um but anyway it should be all right. Um first of all, I am staring at a candle that is inside half a coconut.
2: Well can we just talk about this? Because I this is yeah. this is good marketing, right? Mm-hmm. Because we get sent quite a lot of stuff. Yep. And we have to genuinely mm-hmm. love the product if we are going to recommend it. Yes. And It's hard to stand out above the noise, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Um, especially when it comes to bathroom products, candles, things like that. Um, Yeah, yeah. There's a lot to go out. Yeah, there's a lot to go out. It's a a huge market. And um, I'm always kind of thinking, well, you know, how do I know? Mm -hmm. And I'll always try and kind of smell a candle or read a story or find out what the background is. But Michael and I were discussing the other day how much we enjoy only recommending things to you because I yes. think um, the idea that we might uh, slag something off um, on here is just horrible. Yes,
1: well, we saw someone on the other day who's got a, a very large number of uh, followers uh, on social media slag something off. Yeah. And... Um, it just seemed very unreasonable, I thought, not a yeah. nice thing to do when you've got so many people that you could influence yeah. them about. And all right, you might not like their business, and you might not necessarily be interested in their product, in their product and yeah. uh, it might not be for you, but it could be very harmful, really, to yeah. to say something really damaging about someone's yeah. business just because you don't like it.
2: So we choose, if we yes. don't, can't say anything nice, we don't, don't say, anything say it at all. all. Yeah. So shall I tell you what stood out? Mm-hmm. About, well, first off, this company sent me some really nice smelling Mm -hmm. goods. So I opened the box. It all smelled amazing. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, wow. But I pulled this out,
0: Mm
1: -hmm.
2: which is basically half a coconut Mm -hmm. with a candle in it. And
1: yeah, so it's been emptied out.
2: It's given me such joy. Like, it's
1: like the old musical instrument coconuts. Yes. They're empty and then they filled it with wax and put a wick in it. But like yeah, a and a wick. wick
2: is lovely. Mm. So, all of the things on Nourish and Nature, so they are nourishandnatureuk.com, are vegan, they are organic, they are 100% natural, which is quite a huge promise to make. Mm-hmm. This obviously all is compostable and um, you know sustainable. It's it's really yeah yeah, and the smell is delicious. Mm-hmm. But I just love this half does, of coconut. Does it
1: smell of coconut? No, no. It's just the coconuts are. And interestingly, i an environmentally friendly. I way. quite like
2: coconut, but sometimes it can be too sweet.
1: Yes, it can. They make it? it.
2: They make it a bit yeah, sweet. That's nice, right? Products.
1: Very nice. Yeah.
2: Um, so, but this was my favourite thing. Mm-hmm. So I got a letter. Mm-hmm. We got a letter, and it said. Um, Davina to Davina, Michael and team. Thank you so much for taking time to review our products. It means the world to us. See, I love that bit of um, neuro linguistic programming. There. Oh, okay, yes. They were telling me that I was going to recommend the product. <laughs> <laughs> and Have look you ever what heard about neuro linguistic programming? It's like hypnosis, presumably. Yeah, wrong. well, you yeah. learn mm. a way of speaking mm. that makes people do what you want them to do.
1: Darren Brown. He invented it.
2: He actually said that he never uses neuro linguistic <gasps> programming. I think he just he, I think uses he's coercion very, and manipulation. I think he's very anti it. <laughs> yeah. I love Darren um, Brown, by the way. That was a he joke. is brilliant. Yeah. So they are two working mums who created our business after both having premature babies and having a need for 100% natural products for our babies. And it's since grown into a wider self care range, which we hope you enjoy. Love, Turn, and Victoria. P.S. This is my P.S. This card is plantable and <sighs> wildflowers will grow.
1: So that piece of paper that it's written on? Yes. It's got seeds in it? Yes. You plant that? Yes. Water it? Yes. Things grow? Yes. <clears throat> so,
2: I'm Tan and Victoria, I mean, I'm just having a look at their um, website now, mm-hmm. um, and I'm just trying to have a look to see if they sell the plantable writing paper, because this is what <clears throat> I want. I want that, and I can't see it.
1: The plantable writing paper? No. But well, they don't sell it?
2: No. So, mm-hmm. but they do sell the coconut shell wood wick candle. Nice. £10.99. Body scrubs, £16.99. Mm-hmm. Bathing salts, which is really nice, um, twelve ninety nine. Vegan bath milk. There's a mini barley bath gift set. Mm-hmm. There is... Lots of kind of a deluxe gift set. Perfect for gifts.
1: Okay. Really nice for Looks gifts. Great.
2: But I would like to say to Turn and Victoria, if you're listening, we hope you are, that we think you should make... That paper. Paper and envelopes. Yeah. With, you know, I would love to write somebody a thank you letter yeah, yeah. on this. It's so pretty anyway. Yeah. The paper is so lovely. Mm. And... To, to tell people that they can plant it and seeds will grow. A
1: letter and a gift, all in one. Yes. It's very nice, isn't it? And a letter
2: it? is a gift. Do you know who's the best letter writer ever?
1: Uh, Renshaw. Oh. He's good. One. Yeah, he's very okay, good. Okay, you're going to give me another one?
2: David Williams.
1: <sighs> okay. Yeah, I've seen one of his letters.
2: He's amazing. Yeah. Anyway. Handwritten.
1: Handwritten. We've had a few handwritten letters recently, but mm. uh, which is very, a very nice thing to do for someone. I'd, I'd recommend that.
2: Yeah, if you want to a, say thanks write, to someone, yeah. write,
1: write them a handwritten letter,
2: and it means a lot. Yeah, it does. Mm.
1: Um, I like people who have their own letter-headed paper as well, <laughs> like a little like a logo or a family crest or something.
2: What would ours be?
1: I don't know. Let's make one up. Yeah, I'll do it and procreate. Okay. Yeah, leave it with me. Okay. Um, So, a few weeks ago, one of our lovely listeners... I can't actually remember who it is, so please forgive me. We get so many messages that come through us. Mm. And in Instagram, the messages, there's no way of filing them anywhere in particular Mm. or putting them somewhere, because you just put them in general or primary, and then you can flag them. But we have, like, millions of flagged letters and messages. So, anyway, somebody, thank you, recommended a cup called the Ember Cup. Yes. And I have just received one for Father's Day, which by the way folks is today we're recording this on yes. father's day so the ember cup is a mug like an, a normal looking mug that feels like a mug and yeah. um, handles like a mug and all of that stuff so it doesn't feel kind of weird but it keeps your drink hot now when i saw this i thought oh my god that's good so it comes with a little saucer and the saucer is uh, essentially a wireless charging plate and mm. the battery in the base of the cup you put the cup on the saucer and it charges it And then you roughly get one and a half to two hours out of a full charge. And obviously, when you're not using the cup, you wash it and put it back on the saucer, it charges up again. So my cup is not on the saucer at the moment. It's Mm. on a desk with us while we record this. And my tea which I've now had with me for half an hour, because I'm a slow tea drinker, unlike... You
2: are really slow.
1: Unlike you, you can, like, really guzzle it. But
2: can I tell you something? I've just finished off...
1: Mm -hmm.
2: No, shut up. Yeah? I am so jealous right now. Hang on a second. No. So,
1: it has an app. You can download the Ember app, right? And the phone talks to the cup, and I can heat this drink up or cool it down. Stop it. My drink is currently at 60.5 degrees Celsius, but I can make it hotter or cooler but it will maintain that temperature until the battery runs out which is in about an hour and a half to two hours so this this whole thing is brilliant i absolutely love it because what i do with a cup of tea or a cup of coffee in the morning is i make it i drink half of it i do a few things i come back to it's cold i put it in the microwave i heat it up again and i do that probably two or three times and um Now, there's none of that. It just maintains its heat. It's bloody brilliant. And the cup feels like a cup, right? Yeah. It feels like like it's made out of... But
2: also, it doesn't feel too hot. No. Can I try yours tea? Yeah,
1: it's got a bit of sugar in it, so...
2: I'm so jealous.
1: Mm, I'll tell you
2: why, because, you know, I brought my tea upstairs from downstairs. Yeah. And it had gone cold. I just took the last few sips and it had gone cold.
1: I'm warm, that's
2: amazing. I'm gonna, Heat it up more.
1: I'm going to warm it up a bit. Yeah. yeah. I've just done that. S- Stop it. Oh, I want to try it in a minute when it's so, hotter. So I, I don't actually know how much this is. Let me have a little look. I remember oh, it being. That's a shame. you are going to find bit. out
2: how much your Father's yeah. Day present costs. Ah uh, yes,
1: Ember Mug. Let's have a little look. Oh. It's probably very expensive, right? Oh, up to fifty percent sale off at Lakeland. So let's have a little look how much it is there. At uh, Currys, it's eighty nine pounds. Uh, at Selfridges, it's a hundred pounds. Uh, at Lakeland, it is currently ninety nine ninety nine. It comes in white, though, which is very nice. Oh, that's
2: nice. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Um,
1: so I'm guessing it's between the £80 and £100 mark. So you might think, you know, it's a bit too expensive for keeping a cup of tea. A fair dinkum. But I have to say...
2: Well, it was a gift.
1: I have to say, I'm very, very happy with it. So I don't know Good. if you helped my sons buy me this or... Uh, uh,
2: well, actually, it was from my family.
1: Oh, was this from your family? Yes. Okay. So it's like a stepfather's day present. It's a stepfather's day present. I am over the moon with it. Thank you very much indeed. Good. Uh, And I'll try not to make too much noise slurping tea. No, I am
2: very, very, very pleased that you liked
1: it. It's called the Ember Mug and there is a website called ember.com, which is pretty good, isn't it, Uh, that you could get ember.com, like. Yeah. You know. So yeah. they do a travel mug well as well, which is they call oh, like a big taller they've one. Got, no. What? Yeah.
2: A travel cup?
1: Yeah, Ember travel mug. There it is. Stop it. Do you want it? Yes. Okay, forget about it. Okay. And then Go on. I can treat you with it. Okay. At some point. So it's a. Tw- okay. Oh, they do different sizes? Do you? No, it's a 12 ounce mug and it comes in black. That's 179.95. You know do travel? So. Yeah, I do. You're always on the travel and you could have a nice hot cup of tea. Yes. In a 12 ounce cup that'll probably hours. last you all the way to London and still stay oh. hot. If you could ration your slurps, that would last you quite a while.
2: Yeah, I know.
1: But the reason you don't ration it no, is because... it cools down. It cools down. Yeah. Not anymore. Not anymore. You can stretch that out, right? Oh, my God. Uh, ember.com. Go and have a look at them if you fancy one of them or you want to buy someone a gift. It is really, really good. Well done, Ember. Yeah. I think it's a fantastic product. It's a, it's a product. brilliant I've, idea. Pulled it because the
2: they did have, I don't know if you remember, mm. but ages ago we did recommend a... Um, Sort of heated plate thing that you could keep your cup on to keep your oh yes keep warm, warm, but yeah. this is next level. Next level, yeah. Next level. So I have got something in whilst researching our next product, which mm-hmm. I came across because I posted something on Menopause Monday, which is every Monday I try and post something yeah. about the menopause, just sort of informative, interesting. And I'd just been to the dentist. And I was talking to the hygienist about dry mouth and mm-hmm. how bad it is, and how common it is for menopausal women to get dry mouths, and how bad that is for our gum health and gum disease, and um, oh, all yes, the bacteria, I remember yes, and your yes. gums recede and your teeth fall out, and women in of menopause age get really bad mm-hmm. oral health. So the the hygienist said, mm-hmm. just chew some sugar free gum, and that helps lubricate your mouth and i said oh do you not need to kind of take something to produce more saliva she said no you just need your saliva glands yeah. to kind of fire some up mm-hmm. and then you you know that's good you just do that a couple of times a day and you'll be fine mm-hmm. and i was like oh god that's so simple yeah but then i i posted that in the evening and somebody quite rightly said look sugar free gum is is okay but it's full of bad sort of sweeteners um and so then from that um, a woman sent me two packets or two different flavours of her chewing gum. It's called Oh My Gum. <laughs>
1: yeah, I like it.
2: It's plant-based, sugar-free chewing gum. She sent me cinnamon and mint. I have to say, cinnamon is off the charts. Now, look, if you're used to... I love cinnamon oh chewing gum. my yeah. God. I There's... used
1: to have a chewing gum ages ago called Big Red, it was called. Oh! Sorry, I Big Red (laughs) was like super cinnamon-flavored chewing gum. Oh, it's great, yeah. So
2: what I like about this, the packaging is slightly different. Yeah. Um, You get kind of like a mento-type shaped chewing gum. Mm -hmm. Um, They're quite big and chunky. They come in a slide packet, which I really like. The packaging is made out of cardboard paper, which is, you know, good for the environment. On this lady, I'm going to tell you about this lady Mm -hmm. in a minute, but on this lady's blurb when she's talking about her gum, she said, did you know that chewing gum is made from plastic? I was like, stop it.
1: Like, (laughs) shut up.
2: It can't be. So I go online and I say, is chewing gum made of plastic? Yeah. An ingredient listed as gum base in many gum formulas is plastic. And it's the aspect of the gum that gives it its chewiness. Most supermarket gums' gum base is a mix of plastic and different chemicals, including polythylene, which can be found in plastic bags and bottles, according to plasticchange.org. So I was like, what? I mean, it's totally blown my mind. Yep, the truth about chewing gum. Yep, you read it right. Regular chewing gum is a single-use plastic. And in the UK alone, some 100,000 tonnes of it is chewed every year. Bloody hell. I'm
1: so, always amazed when you see on the pavement all the bits of chewing. gum. Oh, there's thousands, isn't there? It's so incredible.
2: This this will yeah. go. This will disappear. It'll biodegrade Yeah. Yeah. Um, the the flavour, I have to be absolutely honest, the flavour is not as long-lasting yeah, yeah. as um, a conventional, mm, you know, your gum. usual sugar-free chewing yeah. gum. But in my opinion, the first burst of flavour that you get is the better. Best, um And actually, after that, I am just kind of chewing it just for the sake of chewing something. Mm-hmm. And there's a kind of feel-good thing that goes with doing this because... I feel better about myself Mm -hmm. um, using this product. So I'm going to tell you about this brand, Oh My Gum. They've got the two flavours. And, you know, I was thinking if I was going to uh, change to this gum, which I think I probably am, Mm -hmm. um, it was the winner of the Sustainable Food Awards 2021 and the winner of the Great Taste Awards 2021. um, I would probably get this on subscription Oh, okay. I would want to definitely just have this nonstop arriving mm-hmm. yeah. all the time. So um Malak um is the name of the founder of Oh My Gum and she was the one that found out that it was a single use plastic and was so horrified about it um that she wanted to make a super tasty chic and sustainable alternative. Um so she quit her job in luxury fashion. Um, spent over a year researching and developing what she thought was the best plant-based chewing gum. And I can tell you it really is very, very good. Now let me just tell you about the prices. So it's um, 3.3 calories per piece, no sugar, no fat, no protein, no salt, 1.4 grams of carbohydrate, carbohydrate, and what they use is um, xylitol um, as the sweetener, and that's a natural sweetener. However, it doesn't say how much it costs. And let's have a look at that. Please, style option. Style. Oh, okay. So 10, um, the squad, four packets or 10 packets costs. Let's have a look. So quite interesting how they don't tell you how much it costs until Mm. you actually look at your bag. So 10 packets cost 32 quid. Okay. That's quite a lot. It's
1: quite a lot. So that would be, you'd get that a month or something like that.
2: So it would be three quid a packet.
1: Mm. Yeah, it's very expensive. But uh, having said that, it is very, very nice. I mean, the packaging is absolutely beautiful. And um, when you gave me this, I I stole it and left it in my car and I've been nibbling away on this the whole time. Oh, have you? I absolutely love it, yeah. And I think it looks super cool. I also love subscription anything at the moment.
2: I know, it's so easy. It makes your life so arriving. arriving.
1: (laughs) My God, when the coffee arrives... Or um, Grind, you know, you've got your subscription to Grind. Oh, my God, I love it when that turns up at my house. And um, my classic car magazine, the socks. Like, it's like a present, you Mm. know. But I
2: I listen Mm -hmm. to everybody. Look, I, I do appreciate that this is expensive, Um, And I'm afraid I hadn't looked at the price before um, I recommended it. But in terms of sustainability, in terms of the environment and in terms of um, something that's natural and plant based, Mm -hmm. I think this really is a very good product. Um, And potentially what might happen is um, as they create more and more, they might start. To make it, economies of scale make you make know, it cheaper, more, yeah. More affordable. Yeah. Uh, or do kind of larger, buy it in bulk and yeah, get, yeah. you know, or get it on subscription and get it much cheaper. But I do, I would highly recommend this product.
1: My mum was pretty much a chewing gum addict when mm. I was growing up. And her chewing gum of choice mm. was Stimerol.
2: I remember Stimerol. Bloody hell, it was strong.
1: Yeah. Oh. I, don't, I used to you say to my mum, could fire? you not get Hubba Bubba or Bubblicious or something, mum? Then at least yes. I could eat it because I'd put in, again. put say in as what? Hubba Bubba. Remember Hubba Bubba? Yeah. Let's, <laughs> I used to think, what, I'll have a bit of chewing gum. I'll have some of my mum's chewing gum. Oh, oh, I oh, oh, oh! I had to spit it out. It was too bloody strong. I don't know what was in it. It wasn't mint. It was like bloody diesel or something. think think Bubba. The other thing she loved, Fisherman's Friends.
2: Oh, what?
1: Oh, so strong. What is strong.
2: going on, your mum? She loved
1: it, but she used to buy packets and packets of it from the wholesalers, you know, so there was hundreds of boxes of it all mm. over the place. If you're listening, Mum, I remember, yeah, um, I wish you'd got some other flavours. Um, so, yes, I, I think if you're a chewing gum lover... You're going to love this, basically. It's yeah, great.
2: and I mean, it, it, you know, people did kind of write in after mm. I'd made that comment and said, What about all the um, sh- uh, sort of sh- sugars that are put into the um, sugar free garment? And actually, if you are genuinely worried about mm. this, this is a really good alternative.
1: Um, I My new studio on Brewer Street in Soho is direct. It's epic. It's directly opposite a sex shop called yes. simplypleasure.com. Yes. What's quite good about that sex shop is they put a new advert in the window virtually every week of a new toy or a new thing they've got going on.
2: What, vibrator? Yeah, or vibrators
1: like... or like bum plugs and things like that. They just put a big advert in the did window. Did you just
2: call it a bum plug? I did,
1: yeah. I felt it was It's safer. a butt plug. I felt it was safer calling it a bum you plug. You are so case, funny. You know, any young people are listening.
2: Bum plug, butt plug is the same. It's I realise it's, it's the same, a...
1: but bum sounds like a better word than butt.
2: I, I love that. Okay. A bum plug is really funny that you didn't find that in Fifty Shades of Grey.
1: No. Have you no. A bum plug? <laughs> yeah, have what size would you like? Just, just a little one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it'd have been better if Mr. Grey had been from the north. It? Hey, come in here and have a look at this. Bloody hell, look at all this. Where'd you get all this? Oh, you're going to love it. Um, anyway, one of the adverts, right, outside simplypleasure.com, was a product called Wethead. Yeah. And Wethead yeah. was a wet mouth spray that you sprayed in your mouth to make it really wet. <laughs> I've never heard of anything like it. Shut Yeah, so like, you know, you were talking about dry mouth and all the rest of it. Shut up. I was thinking, oh, a bit of Wethead might be quite good for <laughs> your... <laughs> <laughs> if you're suffering, what's with in the weather. it? What's in it? Well, I don't know. This one's pineapple. It says here. Yeah,
2: but what, uh, look and at this the one's sweetness. Candy. So
1: let's have a little look. So it says, it says, good head, wet head, dry mouth spray, pineapple, six pounds seventy six.
2: Oh my god! This is like ounces. this is like a menopausal sex product. Yeah, right.
1: So let me say, let me tell you. It says good head, wet head, dry mouth spray, pineapple. Banish dry mouth during oral sex with Good Head Wet Head Dry Mouth Spray. This dry mouth spray comes in a handy two fluid ounces bottle and provides instant moisture and fresh breath. A couple of spritzes is all you need for a night of sensual fun. The key features are sugar-free, vegan-friendly, paraben-free and body-safe, whatever that means. That's all right, isn't it? Body-safe, I think, means it's all right for for your bits. Yeah. Well, (laughs) I bloody hope so. Oh, it's a bit stingy down there. Um... So there you go. If uh, if you if you if you are struggling I, I'm with not, the dry can I just say yeah.
2: I'm not joking, Michael.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That actually is that helpful? it is helpful because you know potentially not just for I'm going to get some. I'm going to try it. I'm going to let you know yeah. if it's good for not oral sex. Yeah, yeah. Just like... if it's just for good for, good for, ju- for getting your mouth, in your mouth
1: up. up. What, what I tend to find is if I think about fried chicken, what's it called? I again? get very juicy anyway. Like. Especially gravy as well. I think of anything with so, gravy. So
2: basically, what we need to do is get some headphones and just get you going. Fried chicken,
1: oh, I gravy, all the juice. Um, it's called Goodhead Wethead. So the brand is called Goodhead. Doc Johnson, Goodhead, and then the product is called Wethead. Can I just flavors. say, I haven't tried this by the way. I'm just bringing it up because this is, I remember this thinking you brand, are brilliant. Well, good.
2: That is one of the most. Brilliant things you've ever brought to us. Good, today. I'm
1: really glad about that.
2: No, I'm not. Ju- this is because I love the fact that I didn't know you were going to talk about that.
1: Yeah, good. Yeah, there's all sorts of things this week you don't know what I'm going to talk about. Um. Oh, God.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> First of like all, to,
1: oh, go on. Oh, because that wasn't a recommendation. Oh. I, that was off the back of your gum. Uh, oh, oh great. My gum. Yeah, recommend. Uh, I've now got it. I'm going to eat
2: some gum yeah,
1: okay. while you recommend. Yeah, I'll oh, do it yeah. quietly. All nice and juicy. We went to see Jacob Collier the other night. Oh. We should just little just give them a little mention, I think. I know we talked oh, about him before. No,
2: but wait, if I don't know if you guys remember Michael and I um went to Paris for a night as a treat for my birthday. You can do this. I know this seems hugely extravagant, but take the Eurostar. Mm-hmm. There will be deals all over the place for the Eurostar at the yes, moment. Yes,
1: he's on in Europe, basically, isn't he? He
2: is on in Europe, and he is on in many places mm-hmm. that the Eurostar goes to. Well, or a take... short
1: flight. Amsterdam is on. You go and see him at the Paradiso at Amsterdam. It's one of the greatest venues in the whole of Europe. You get a flight from Luton Airport for about 27 quid to Amsterdam.
2: And you can get an Airbnb mm-hmm. for next to nothing in a city for yeah. one night. You know, if it's just one or two of you...
1: Yeah, It'll blow your really, brains out. Yeah. You can,
2: make, but I'm telling you, Jacob Collier was hands down the best gig mm-hmm. I have ever, ever been to, potentially apart from Coldplay.
1: Mm-hmm. When yeah, they got well, the wristbands, it was very Coldplay-esque, though, mm. wasn't it? With all the love and thanks and gratitude and lights and
2: it was extraordinary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The lights and everything were amazing. Mm. It was spiritual. Yeah, there was there were moments where it was so quiet you could have heard a pin drop. And guys, if you're listening, Jacob Collier right now is playing relatively small venues. This will not go on forever. See him now before he supersizes because this concert is Mm. ridiculously good. Everybody must go. Yeah,
1: we sat there for about the first 15 minutes waiting for him to come on. And he came on a bit later than what we thought he would. And we were a bit like, oh, I wish he'd hurry up and come on because we've been sat here for a while now. And then he came on. And it, we were speechless for, like, yeah. 20 minutes. The yeah. first three songs were just, like, yeah. bloody hell. And the lights, the lights were, like, Jesus Christ. It's like, yeah, mm. it was it was something else. It was brilliant. He he, turns
2: the he turns the audience into a choir. Yeah. We all sang.
1: And you'd think, oh, well, I wouldn't be able to do that. But actually, he just gets you doing something very simple. And then he does that three or four in different places around the audience. And the next thing you know, there's something seriously melodic going on. And you think... How has this happened, and uh-huh. how am I part of it?
2: It's almost like an
1: OM—that
2: um, mm. kind of the deep sound mm. that goes through your whole body. Yeah, where you think, "Wow, what mm. what, what is going on? What yeah. is going on?"
1: It's absolutely like deep. a
2: sound bath.
1: So, uh, on the back of that, I, you know, uh, I always like to do a little music section in this um, in this podcast. Jake McCauley was brilliant. Obviously, you should definitely download his music if you've not done already. But I, I know a chap called Steve Craddock. And Steve Craddock is a guitarist largely, but he just plays lots of musical instruments. And I have followed Steve Craddock's career probably since about 1992. I went to see Paul Weller at the King George's Blackburn Hall in Blackburn, sorry, the King George's Hall in Blackburn, about 1992, maybe 93. And I saw Paul Weller there, and they were being supported by a band called Ocean Colour Scene. I hadn't I love heard, Ocean scene. yeah, I hadn't heard of them before or anything like that. It was before they'd released their big album and all that yep. kind of jazz. But I just remember thinking, bloody hell, Ocean Colour Scene were amazing. Yeah. The singer was just blew me away, you know. But there was a guitarist there playing all these riffs and all these rhythms and all the melodies and everything. I was just thinking, God Almighty, this guy's relentless. He's so good, filling this hall with sound. Anyway, Ocean Colour Scene went off. Paul Weller came on and back came Steve Craddock he's now Paul Weller's guitarist you know so he's playing with his own band to start with wow. and then the whole set of Paul Weller stuff as well I was thinking god it's unbelievable and then Ocean Colour Scene released an album Paul Weller released uh, Wildwood I think and Stanley Road he's doing both tours he's touring both bands at the same wow. time he's the hardest working guy in music ever and the most talented guitar player you know he's up there with Justin Hawkins <laughs> But anyway, I I really like him, and I've met him on a few occasions and got to know him a little bit, and I know his wife a bit as well. After they've done an ocean colour scene gig, I don't know if you've ever met him. After they've done Mm. a gig, they normally DJ somewhere, so I used to go and um, watch them crack out because he plays a lot of old nineteen sixties northern soul. Yeah, great. I love it all, Mm. you know. So I got to know him and his wife a little bit, and then. When I used to kick him out with Martin Freeman a bit, we used to—he used to take me backstage at these Paul Weller gigs, and I'd always hang out with Steve a bit. He's just such a nice mm. guy, He's so friendly and everything. Mm. He's from Birmingham, which, as you know, is where I am actually from. And hang on um, a minute, yeah,
2: you're really going to confuse everybody. I know. Your parents are from Dundee.
1: Yeah, I was you actually born in, Leyland. in Bromsgrove, in Midlands.
2: Well, what, what do you identify as? Male. No, but you know what I mean. Oh, <laughs> I
1: do, yeah. What are you? Um, are
2: you Midlandish or am I'm, I'm a Northerner. Yeah, I
1: think okay. I was raised in, in the north of England. Okay. I consider myself okay. that. Okay. Um, but anyway. when it suits you? Yes. And when it from the Midlands? Or when it suits me, I'm from Scotland. Yeah. Okay. know. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Steve's written a few solo albums over the years. They've always been very nice and really good. Um, but he's written a new album that's just come out, and I've just stumbled across it on, on iTunes. You know, it was suggested to me. And it's called very nicely, um, a soundtrack to an imaginary movie. And it's a series of songs, of all instrumental songs, that he's played most of the instruments on and pieced together. Just a bunch of really nice music that you can just have on, essentially. What style? Imagine watching a... um, Imagine watching... If Richard Curtis had done Interstellar, you know... If you can imagine those two movies merging together. Um, so you've got a mixture of kind of acoustic-y type, nice melodic stuff, piano, so that's saxophone. Brilliant,
2: I know exactly what you mean. Yes, okay.
1: So well done. It's nothing like futuristic space-age-y stuff, but, but a bit and then a bit traditional as well. I mean, somebody had said here, traditional and experimental sounds combine in their instrumental glory on this life-affirming vital mix of styles and moods that collectively collectively equal beautiful powerful music uh, a soundtrack to an imaginary movie so so obviously if you've got Spotify or, or, or yeah. uh, iTunes or everything download the album and just have a listen to it while you're pottering about the house doing a Great. bit of work it's one of those albums that's just really nice to have on and it's I mean I just know how good a musician he is and it's yes. always such a joy to hear somebody that you know is brilliant doing yes. brilliant things yes. you know what you can't bear is when you know someone's really good and they're kind of wasting their time yes. producing stuff that you think is beneath them. This is, really, this is good. really good. I really hope he tours it, and if he does, I'll do another little shout out because I will go and see it, and, and it'd be great if other people can go. go and see it. Because he's not mega famous, he plays tiny venues. So he played the Harpenden Public Halls, for instance, which. Tiny little venue in Hartford. Again, like
2: much but, better uh, to see a band in a tiny I venue. Totally
1: agree, yeah. And you probably play the Hundred Club on, on oh, Oxford great, Street or something yeah. like that. Um so well done, uh, Steve Craddock. It's a joy to listen to. I absolutely love it. Good work.
2: I've just got to say we had a couple of really nice, um, appreciative thank yous from people from last week. Mm. Angela Angela Scanlan got in touch. Yes. She was so happy. Great. Yeah, good. Justin Hawkins got in touch with oh. both of us. Which was just so sweet and he was he was just so nice. Yeah.
1: Well I've listened to a lot more of those YouTube channels since we talked about it last week. Oh, I just he's so good. He's, he's so, so good. good. He's so knowledgeable about music and he's so lovely about music as well. Like it's such a nice thing to share with people. And can I know? just say style mm. icon? Oh my god, he's so cool, right? So cool. The, hats and the, the jackets, hats
2: and the jackets. and the And
1: the hair and the moustache and all that stuff. thing all of it. Oh, Cracky, O'Reilly. Yeah. We've looks,
2: got a new style icon here.
1: I bet he looks great in a dress. Yes. Yeah.
2: What made you say that?
1: Well, I don't know. You know, like I put on a dress not long ago and I was like, "What? this is great. Really suits you. <laughs> yeah. And when I looked so just in August, though, I bet he looks great in a dress, that guy. I'd pay good
2: money to go out with you two in dresses. Oh,
1: we should do it, yeah.
2: Um... That went not where at all where Yeah, exactly it Tiny it? Habits Official mm-hmm. Who were the vocal um, trio That I played you last week Oh yeah, yeah And they were from Boston, Massachusetts oh, okay. And they got in touch with us yeah. And said thanks so much We were listening to your pod Oh, wow, great So that's nice, isn't yeah. it? We've gone across Across the Atlantic
1: um, I do love it when people get in touch with us from yeah, across, like really Singapore, nice. Australia, really nice, New Zealand or whatever. It's God, so it's good.
2: so good, yeah. So I want to talk to you about something so nice. Yep. Because we love our food and we um, also have um, children who really love their food. And Holly, my daughter, who's a dietitian, is particularly um, obsessed with, you know, all things kind of healthy and like... She loves the story behind the food. Anyway, Yorkshire Pasta Company. I know it's not necessarily where you would think about pasta coming from. Mm -hmm. However, this company got in touch with us. Um, Catherine got in touch with us and sent us some pasta. And um, it says here, industrial manufacturers have lost touch with the traditional techniques, uh, opting for rapid, high throughput methods. And they wanted to take pasta back to basics basically, not compromising on flavour. And it's funny because you don't normally think of pasta having flavour, but honest to God, mm-hmm. this grain has got a kind of a flavour to it. And also it means that apparently they say the pasta can absorb the sauces better.
1: Yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah, yeah. And
2: also, um more digestible, easily more easily digestible pasta so it 's it 's sourced from a local mill. They work directly with the miller they don 't use any eggs in the recipes, so all the pasta's vegan. Their dough is like all kind of at the, basically when they talk about their food it 's like they 're talking about a lover mm-hmm. it 's so intricate mm-hmm. and everything that they do anyway. Their packaging is really nice their um, The way that it looks is really nice. They have uh, a website, which is um, yorkshirepasta.co.uk. They make really nice shaped pasta. So they do the shells. They do the tortilloni, which is like the big macaroni. Fusilli, which is obviously the one that everybody knows and loves, the twisty one. Mm-hmm. They do penne, but they do the, I love this one, the, the meze. Maniche Regatta, mm-hmm. the big, yes. huge macaroni.
1: Ah, uh, yes, I know what you mean.
2: I love those ones because all the sauce gets right inside and stuck in there, you get tons of sauce. So, for a bag of pasta, 500 grams, it's £3.99. Mm-hmm. Is that a lot of money?
1: I mean, I just don't know. Can to
2: be you honest. look up a 500 gram bag of pasta for me? Okay. Um, by a big manufacturer, but maybe not mention who. And let's just compare it. Um, because you can get a Yorkshire pasta collection pack of five mm-hmm. for under 20 quid. So for nineteen ninety nine, Um, I guess the supermarket pasta will yeah, be I'm one look, thing. I'm
1: looking for something other than that. So, yeah, I mean, this one from
2: Sack, Sackler. Sackler.
1: That's £5 pounds for 500 grams. But that is a mass market brand. So... Okay, I so so we're
2: there, we're in the right
1: ballpark, right? I think so, yeah, so let's have a little look at this. This looks like fancy pants pasta um five hundred grams yeah, it's five hundred grams. Let's see what that says that's on Amazon. um it's weird that the food's on Amazon now, isn't it? you know, oh, yeah, so um, that's only two pounds fifty six. But it looks on average to be roundabout. Between five
2: two it's it's sort of between two pounds fifty and five pounds, yes. right? And this is three pounds ninety nine. Oh, well, but that's But I all right, am then. I am telling you yeah. it tastes better. Okay. It it, it yeah. tastes really good and it tastes different. It looks super nice in your cupboard. I know that sounds ridiculous, but the packaging will <laughs> make you happy. Yeah. Um the packaging is all sustainable, um and it's premium, it's British and it's really good. So, uh, Yorkshire Pasta Company, let me just quickly tell you who the stockists are. Just having a quick look on their website.
1: I do agree that the pasta can absorb some of the sauce, or it can absorb a lot of the salty water that you cook it in and stuff like that. It's worth seasoning the water before you cook the pasta. It does make a big difference. But if you go to a really good high-end Italian restaurant, that Otto stuff that we got, that was seriously good pasta. Remember the delivery stuff? Yes. Oh, go um, didn't we recommend
2: fodder? But wasn't it the man selling um, lubricants yes. for your vagina? Yeah, I think wasn't so. he from Fodder? I think he
1: could be Fodder. I think yeah. I
2: loved him from Harrogate.
1: No, not Harrogate, Hereford.
2: Hereford, okay. Um, anyway, mm. um, there is a long, very long list of um, stockists. Oh, great. So okay. you'll just have Good. to have a look. Yeah. But I think you could probably buy it online as well because um, they've got the pasta shop, so you can just get it from there. Great. But it is. Really, really good. Um, so there you go. That's a very big personal recommendation. The kids loved it. I loved it.
1: Yes, I know your daughter r- raved about yeah, it. Yes, she did. Said it was really good. Yeah. Uh, so have we got some? Yep. Great. So I could make some. Yep. This week with it. Yes. Okay, I'm looking forward to that. Okay, so the reason I, I'm acting a bit strange and a bit clunky is that I've been drinking this afternoon. <laughs> I've been drinking Guinness.
2: Oh, hmm. yes.
1: No alcohol Guinness.
2: But why are you acting funny if it's no alcohol Guinness? No, I
1: was just making a connection, like a loose link to me fumbling no, around because I've been drinking Explain to everybody
2: Guinness. what you were drinking before you drank the no okay, alcohol. Okay, I drank lip- a
1: couple of glasses of wine as well. Yeah. yeah okay, yeah, yeah. Um, so, I, I, you know, I, I have to drive later. So yes. I was thinking, well, I'm not going to drink much this afternoon. My dad came over on Father's Day. He likes a glass of wine. I thought, well, I'll have a glass of wine now about one o'clock got to drive at 7 o'clock. That's all right, isn't it? Yes. And then I thought, well, I'll drink a non-alcoholic Guinness. Now, I don't like non-alcoholic beer. I just don't... I don't is, like beer that? that much. I don't know. I'm not does mad it, keen on it beer. Not,
2: is it because it doesn't taste like doesn't beer? It doesn't taste like
1: beer to me. Hmm. And there's just something about it that I'd just rather drink Vinto or something like that instead. Yeah. But Guinness, I do really love the flavour of Guinness, but I don't like being drunk or tipsy, especially in the afternoon, because it slightly ruins the evening. And I would, like, go for lunch and have a Guinness, but it would make me not work very well in the afternoon, so I don't do that either, but I do m- miss it. Mm. Um, so the fact that they brought out no alcohol Guinness, I was quite excited about it. and somebody had said to me, you'll not know the difference, and I was like, I bloody hope so. Anyway, I bought four cans of it from Sainsbury's. I don't know how much it was, actually, but I'm guessing it must be around about a pound a can. Could you, do you want a, me to look little, it up? Yeah, see how much it is. I bought four cans from Sainsbury's, stuck it in the fridge, got to have it cold, no mucking about Pop the can, pour it straight into a glass. You don't want to be messing about drinking out of a tin. Wow. Like, I gave my brother, uh, my brother Jack came around, so I gave him a swig of it and said, do you like Guinness? I said, have a swig of that. And he went, yeah, great. I was like, it's non-alcoholic. He was like, no way. I was like, yes, zero alcohol. I mean, it's so, so nice. So I had a quick look on the website, see what the deal was with with that. um,
2: So, I mean, there's a lot here. This is 24... Um, 24 cans cans. costs 27 27 quid
1: a little more than a pound a can Mm. that's alright isn't it so it says here to create Guinness 0.0 the St James Gate breweries start by brewing Guinness exactly in the same way they always have using the same natural ingredients water, barley, hops and yeast before gently removing the alcohol through a cold filtration method the cold filtration process allows the alcohol to be filtered out without presenting thermal stress to the beer protecting the integrity of the taste and character Brewers then carefully blend a balance of flavours to ensure the distinctive flavour profile and taste characteristics of the Guinness. I was really, really impressed. I really like it. So I
2: think this is a game changer. Me I too. I mean, in particular, I always think of people with dementia or Alzheimer's. Mm. If you've got a relative or friend with dementia or oh, Alzheimer's, yeah, yeah. Alcohol drinking is terrible for people with any kind of dementia, especially early on because it sends them way back. Like suddenly they become um, very, very forgetful, quite disorientated. But my dad felt that it was... um, We were treating him like a baby, Mm -hmm. you know, sort of not letting him drink booze. If you could give them something that literally tastes exactly the same, he, he would have been so happy with that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I can't believe that it's only 17 calories per 100 mil as well. Jeez.
2: That's amazing isn't it?
1: That is really good yeah mm. Um, because there must be what 400 mils in a can maybe mm. um, so that's not a lot of calories either so I love having a Guinness with watching a movie or with a meal or something yeah. like that and to know that one it's not like calorific and two mm. it's not going to get me woozy and drunk and I'd definitely go out on a night And have a couple of drinks of that and then you could drive home or motorbike home or something like that so anyway i'd highly recommend if you like guinness but you don't like the effects of being drunk it's absolute winner or if you do like getting drunk but you want to you want to session the night out a bit Mm. you could alternate between an alcoholic guinness and an all-alcoholic guinness and then you can last twice as long you know that's so good my big problem is because i'm only about nine and a half stone if i go out with digger Barnes and pip pints and I'm starting to wane you know and they've got five or six pints in them I just can't do it so mm. the fact that I could swap out one that's every brilliant. other drink and then I can. and do
2: you think they will just stock it everywhere
1: I've struggled to find it in pubs if I'm honest this is the first time I found it has it only
2: just come out it's probably been out
1: about six months but I believe it's selling out
2: right everywhere, everywhere. people right.
1: love non-alcoholic yeah. booze at the moment there's a yeah. massive surge for it and um, this is one of those drinks well, that I think great. they're struggling to stop um, That's
2: a very good sign, and isn't
1: the, it? I do love the Guinness brand as well and the history of it. Yeah, I remember Dublin, the adverts. Oh, God, the advertising. The horses in the water. Absolutely superb. But if you're ever going to Dublin, mm. you know, it seems a bit gimmicky and a slightly daft thing to do, but go to the Guinness factory and do the tour. It only takes an hour or two, mm. but it is utterly fascinating. Mm. A fascinating business and uh, such a big part of uh, Irish culture, uh, Guinness. It's amazing.
2: I feel like maybe we should do shout outs. Yeah, How great. long have we been going? I think
1: we've been going for about 45 minutes. I didn't set a timer, but I reckon probably 45 or 50 so minutes. So let's, let's, let's do, a few do shout some
2: outs. shout outs because okay, cool. I like yes. to include our um, lovely listeners. Um, I'm just trying to think if I've promised anybody that we would definitely talk about their product cool. this week.
1: We've had we've had we've had um shout outs come in while we've been recording.
2: Can I can I quickly say something yeah, of that um oh we've talked about this already but honey Badette.
1: uh-huh um, sent me a box yes and <gasps> peel sent me a box
2: oh and peel sent me a box
1: oh we've got to can, talk about but, them but
2: can we just quick- so save it for the next episode. okay we'll yeah, save yeah. It for yeah well,
1: let's episode. do some shout outs okay so who have we got here quirky gift bag says hello please forgive me if this isn't correct protocol I think it is the correct protocol. Don't worry. For posting for your super brilliant podcast. I listen to your podcast while running and just want to say thank you for keeping me company. You're both so likeable and real. Very nice. Thanks very much. Um, I have just listened to your last podcast about hobbies and I bought a sewing yeah. machine a few years ago after oh. thinking I would really like to do some practi- something practical. Away from my job and electronics, I joined some sew classes and set up a little shop making gift bags adapted from making... NHF, oh, NHF bags during COVID. Um, and it's not a booming business by any stretch. And basically, I make them for friends now, which I feel really proud of being able to do. Anyway, please, it's been you, my hobby story.
2: Can you please c- click on Quirky Gift Bags?
1: Yes. I want okay. to see
2: her account. Okay. Because are they fabric?
1: Um, they, they are. So from sewing wash bags for our fabulous NHS to finding a passion in creating handmade gift bottle bags. Oh, gift and bottle bags. So here we go. Let's have a little look. So these are little they, bags for. Um,
2: they are. They're made out of fabric. Yeah, yeah for little. So uh, my auntie, my auntie Neve was telling me about fabric gift uh-huh. bags years ago. And I have a cupboard full of fabric gift bags that are kind of too small. But I think it is such a nice yes. idea. I would much rather get a gift. Oh, look. They're so yeah, nice. These
1: little stars. Go to
2: quirky mm. gift bags. This is a brilliant account. They're nice. They're isn't very, it? very pretty bags. And instead of wrapping something in paper, yes, you put it in the gift bag. Then the person who receives the gift washes the gift bag and reuses it to give a gift to someone else. Yeah. And thus we cut massive amounts of gift waste. And I do this at Christmas. Mm-hmm. I think it is a very, very good idea. Quirky gift bags, well done, Sarah. Yeah. That's a really, really good thing to do.
1: And she says, anyway, that is my hobby story. And well done for taking up a hobby. Yeah. I love using a sewing machine. Can no, I just say, I'm just going to
2: shame myself. Yeah. I haven't had an opera singing lesson yet.
1: Oh, okay, don't worry. We're, okay. we're going to get around to that. Okay. Uh, she says, keep up the good work and always look forward to your next podcast. Take care. Best wishes, Sarah M in Oxford. Thanks, Sarah. Thanks, Sarah. It's absolutely brilliant um okay corina b uh, says recommendations to you guys midnight meets with colin murray oh, podcast colin murray. on bbc sounds app brilliant interviews with guests he is genuinely interested in talking to you will love the neil hannon episode oh, oh wow oh. great perfect for the 4am wide awake club podcast is brilliant always uh corina thanks very much corina that sounds great i really like colin murray yes I loved me him too when he used to be on. He was on Radio Five Live for a long yes, time he and was. Radio Two sometimes. He's brilliant. He's of kind of course, one of
2: those people. Like, why is he not?
1: Yeah, I mean, I get the feeling everywhere. he does the work he wants to do because yeah. I think he probably yeah. could yeah. do he could anything. Do a lot more, yeah. yeah, so good on him, and uh, that's great to hear. That, Thanks, Corinne. Thanks very much. Um, and let's have a look at Mind Body underscore Therapies. Um, Davina just listened yes. to this week's episode and can do, oh, and can ooh, do empathise with your hay fever suffering. I suffer from terrible hay fever and I need antihistamine, nose spray, and eye drops. You can have all three. And in fact, it's recommended. Oh. When you've been outside and come in, change your clothes and rinse your face and hair and rid yourself of pollen. Don't dry clothes outside. Keep windows shut, especially in the bedroom. Um, I recommend this amazing podcast, and then she's done a podcast at the bottom. Oh, Lizard! Oh, Liz oh, great! Yes. And she
2: talks about yeah. that. Okay, great. Mm. Oh my God! Yeah, great. Mind body therapist. What's her name, please? Um, Michael. Sh- sh- or does it go further oh, down? That.
1: Uh, Gemma. Gemma. Gemma.
2: Gemma. Thank you so so much. Um, That's incredibly thoughtful of you. All of that is very yes. helpful. Thank you. She,
1: there's another big bit at the beginning, but she says uh, she, she's got some recommendations. Keep Sweet, Pray and Obey. It's on Netflix. Uh, a chilling, eye opening documentary about fundamentalist Mormons. Oh. Wow, yes, that's um, great. Can I just also quickly yeah.
2: recommend Book of Mormons? Book of Mormon. As the play? One of the funniest yeah, most the musical. things yeah. I've ever seen in my life. Uh,
1: also, Made on Netflix. I think
2: Oh, Did you I've recommended made? that. Yeah,
1: brilliant drama so series. So good. Uh, um,
2: that's got the woman that was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood in. Andy McDowell's daughter. Oh really? Oh it. God, she is great, she's extraordinary. Isn't she? And Andy McDowell.
1: Okay. Mm. And then uh, Lucy and Yak.
2: Oh, I think we've well, I think we've done this. Uh,
1: yes. Lucy and Yak is one piece. Um, they sell amazing boiler suits and dungarees.
2: Is the dungarees yeah. that Sally yeah, okay. used to like wearing? Ah, great.
1: Yeah. Uh, ethical and lots of gender neutral mm, items. Very good. Finally, the band's Gone Gone Beyond, recently discovering their amazing voices. Oh, Gemma gone, gone. Price, a forty five year old Perry woman. Riding the wave with HRT. Thank you to you. Oh, that's her. Oh, she is Gemma Price. Okay.
2: <laughs> I love that. Gemma
1: Price, a 45-year-old Perry woman riding the wave with HRT. Thanks to you. Oh, great. Got that. Ah, oh, that's so nice. uh, Married, a counsellor, the physio, discovering who I am now and enjoying the process. Oh, me that too. That sounds bloody that's great. That's so nice. Uh, thanks, Gemma. Very much. Lovely, lovely to hear from you. Where are you? There you are. Okay, great. Um, oh, that was a good episode, right? Loved it. Plenty going on there. Loved it. All right. Are you all right? What are you up to this week? You got a lot on?
2: Um, this week I have, uh, oh, well, we are recording the final of The Masked Dancer, so I cannot wait to find out of who course, the last yeah. three dancers are. Yeah. It's been really confusing, but mm-hmm. I mean, when, when is it not confusing Yeah, for Yes, me I mean, basically. that's the idea, yeah, right? I struggle with that. Yeah. Um, and I am doing some long lost family, so I've got a lovely week this week
1: very good I am just if there's a train strike this week it's a yeah, bit of a pain in the arse no. really but um, I'll be in the studio on Wednesday this week oh. um, but I'm working with you obviously on the master final yes. of the final master dancer. it's good isn't it yeah
2: we're very lucky aren't we uh, thanks
1: for listening everybody it's always Thank a treat you. to talk to you and we'll speak to you next week such
2: a treat and see you next
0: week okay.